Good evening. Super excited to be in the building. It has been a while. And usually on Good Friday, I do a little certain style message. But I think with all that we have gone through since the last time we've been in here, we need to understand how the Holy Spirit has been with us the whole time. How our Lord and Savior has been there the whole time helping us get through this pandemic. Helping us in situations that allow us to stay blessed. But sometimes we get rattled and we lose focus. So, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Like nerd style. Um, and was, it was one of those dimes where on TNT or TBS or whatever where they have like the whole Star Wars marathon, like every show is on and you just watch it because that's what I do. And I was watching Empire Strikes Back and for the first time I heard it different. I didn't hear it like I normally heard it and I blamed it on my pastor. My pastor is always asking me or telling me to listen to be what's behind it, listen to the words. And so the scene is, and thank you to my fantastic theater daughter, Jaylee. I was going to write all this out, but my daughter was like, you know, you can just go on this website and you can just, I was like, oh, yeah, sure. How? Show me. Um, and also, because we didn't want to get in trouble, so we can't show it. Right, there's that copyright thing. I'm sure, you know, George Lucas would be upset. So what we're talking about is we are talking about the scene in the swamp of Dagobah where Luke has come back to finish his Jedi training. I tell my grandson all the time that he's learning how to be Jedi, but what we're teaching him is Christianity. We're giving him power, strength, to use things around him that he can understand. But because my son, who happens to be a Star Wars nerd too, they watch Star Wars, he now understands what the Force is. So we talk about being Jedi. But when we talk about being Jedi, we're not talking about this false religion in this, in this movie. We are talking about the power of the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is infused in everything that we do. Everything that we say, it's in everything because it has to be. Because God is the creator, correct? And God created the earth and the stars and the sun and the moon and the water and the people and the rocks. So if he has created all of that, and in this movie they talk about how the force, all the energy works together, for the first time, I heard it as the Holy Spirit. So we're going we're gonna to read it a couple of times, okay? So the first time, we're just going to read it, read it. And now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Star Wars, Yoda is the Jedi Master, okay? Yoda is, at this time, like 900 years old, but he's about this, about this big, okay? And we'll talk about that in the scene. But... Yoda is just going to speak. Sometimes he speaks backwards, so I'm not reading it incorrectly. It's just how it's written, okay? So the scene begins like this. It says, Luke's face is 
upside down showing enormous strain. He stands on his hands with Yoda perched on his feet. Opposite Luke and Yoda are two rocks the size of bowling balls. Luke stares at the rocks and concentrates. One of the rocks lifts from the ground and floats up and rests on the other. Yoda says, use the force. Yes. Yoda taps Luke's leg. Quickly, Luke lifts one, in, one hand from the ground. His body wavers, but he maintains his balance. R2-D2, the droid, is over here watching everything going on, and he starts whistling and making noises. And Yoda tells him to concentrate. But Luke is annoyed by this disturbance, okay? He looks over at R2, who is rocking gently back and forth, and it makes him lose focus. I'm sure none of us have been distracted by any outside noise or feeling in our head. So now we got to remember, this is a swamp, and like, it's a space swamp, okay? So it's just not like your normal snakes in like creepy, crawly, weird things that are in this swamp, okay? There are big, large space snakes, Ugh. or lizards, whatever. So other stuff can distract you. So R2 comes up to him, They're, he chirps, he makes his noises, and then all of a sudden, Luke loses the X-Wing fighter, it goes back in the swamp. And Luke says, oh no, we'll never get it out now. And that's how some of us act. Something, something little something happens to our day, Psh, that's it. It's over. Day's not going to go well. I hate work, whatever. And Yoda stamps his foot in irritation. He says, Yoda says, so certain are you. Always with you, it cannot be done. Hear you nothing that I say. And so we're going to read from Matt. Matthew 14, 31 and 32 reads this way. Thirty-one. Jesus. It says instantly. Jesus reached out to his hand and grabbed Peter. This is where Peter stepped out of the boat. Like he heard Jesus. He saw Jesus walk up to him, and so he steps out of the boat and he starts walking. And then he gets distracted. And what happens to Peter? He starts to go underneath the water. Instantly, Jesus reached out to his hand and grabbed him. You don't have much faith, he said. Why do you doubt me? Why do we do that? Why is there any outside distraction? We doubt what God has done for us, especially during this pandemic. Look how blessed we've been. This has been a tremendous time for us. We've drawn closer. Our families are more united. We've been in the Word. Some of us have lost weight. Luke looks uncertainly out of the ship. Master, pastor, teacher. Moving stones around is one thing, but this is totally different. He's talking about the large spaceship that's in the, in the swamp. And Yoda says, no. No different. Only different in your mind. See, we've learned through Bible study the last couple of weeks about sense knowledge. Okay? The sense knowledge says, I can't do that because it's big, or I'm not qualified, or I don't have the education. It's our mind. No, no different. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. And we have to do that. We have to unlearn 
to not put limits on what God can do for us. What we can achieve in our lives, we put limits on because we feel that it's too big. So Luke, focusing, says, all right, I'll give it a try. Now, for coaches, try is like that. My bad and I'll try are words that I do not really like to hear out of athletes' mouths. It will make me think in my old mind I will use as many forked tongue words as I can in my head as I look at you blankly like. So Yoda, being the coach that he is, says, no, try not. Do or do not, there is no try. We can't be double-minded. Believe or believe not, that's all there is. Either you have belief or you don't have belief. There's no in-between. Either you have been protected and been mated through this pandemic and you have used the blessings and teachings that we have here that we've learned or you didn't. You took this time to get better or you didn't. You took this time to get healthier or you didn't. There is no try. There is no try. So Luke closes his eyes, concentrates on thinking and using the force to raise the ship out of the swamp. He's panting heavily. I can't. It's too big. Here's Luke putting limits on the force, just as we put limits on what the power that what God has allowed us to do in our lives. Yoda says, size matter not. Look at me. Judge me by my size, do you? Hmm? Our pastor tells us that we're one billion times larger on the inside than we are on the outside. Correct? Size doesn't matter. Skin color doesn't matter. What matters is your relationship with him. To allow him to guide you to do the things he has called you to do. So he says, size matters not. And Luke just shakes his head. And then this is where it gets interesting. We're going to talk about the force, and we're going to read this, and we're going to read this as the force, and we're going to read this as the word, and we're going to read this as the Holy Spirit. Okay? Regularly it says this, And well you should not, for my ally is the force, and a powerful ally it is. Life creates it, makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings we are. Yoda pinches Luke's shoulder. Not this crude matter. A sweeping gesture he makes. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. Yes, the balance between the land and the ship. And then Luke says, you want the impossible. How many times have we, how many times have I done that? How many times have I said, God, I can't do this because this is too hard for me? Do it all the time. It's too hard. You want the impossible. That's a lack of faith. We can't do that. Quietly, Yoda turns towards the X-Wing fighter. With his eyes closed and his head bowed, he raises it up out of the swamp. 
Soon the fighter rises above the water and moves towards R2-D2, and he beeps in terror and scoots away. The entire X-Wing moves majestically, surely toward the shore. Yoda stands on a tree root and guides the fighter carefully down and lands it on the beach. Luke stares at astonishment, walks around in like a maze that this miracle has happened, and he says, I don't believe it. And Yoda says, and that is why you fail. And that is why you fail. For a lack of your unbelief is greater than your belief. So when Yoda is pulling, let's, let's go back and let's read this as the word. Okay? Let's use the word for certain words in here. We're going to substitute. Yoda says, and, and well you should not, for my ally is the word. And a powerful ally it is. The word creates life. It makes it grow. The word's energy surrounds us and it binds us. Binds us as Christians together in a brotherhood and sisterhood bound by the word. Luminous beings we are. Luminous, that's bright. Shiny. That's who we are. That's how we walk into the darkness. We are the luminous beings that somebody can see that this is what the living word looks like. Here we are. We're not going to put the basket over ourselves anymore. We're going to shine bright. And then he says, Luke, not this crude matter. And he grabs Luke's shoulder. That's the flesh. The flesh is the crude matter. The flesh is the one that tries to stop you from achieving what you, wanted, what you want. The flesh makes me do things that I don't want to do, and it usually involves food on this diet that I'm on right now. Okay? My hands are my enemy. Like, my hands just need to pick a handful of something. Okay? And it's usually something really healthy, like chips or popcorn or whatever I can come up with. Okay? It's not fruit or nuts or water. That flesh. You must feel the word around you. The word is here between you and me. The word is here between me and the tree, me and the rock. Because we have learned that the tree is that example of being connected to the vine. That we, and we do know that if you are a tree produ not producing fruit, you will wither. So read it as the Holy Spirit. And well you should not, for my ally is the Holy Spirit. See how that changes? My ally is the Holy Spirit. My ally is the Holy Spirit. My ally is the Holy Spirit. It resides in me. It's covered me. It gives me strength. It gives me power. It gives me wisdom. If I tap into the Holy Spirit, I can do the crazy things that he wants me to do, like go down to Central High School, to stand in the gap and give these young men a chance and an opportunity. The Holy Spirit surrounds me so I can do that. Because if I would left myself up to myself, I wouldn't be there. Wouldn't happen. But he's allowing that because I am working in that. So the Holy Spirit is my ally. The Holy Spirit creates life. It makes it grow. For those of you who understand what I'm saying right now, tell me this is not true. Please tell me. 
Prove it to me that your life hasn't gotten better when you just use the Holy Spirit. When you decide to take yourself out of it and you allow the Holy Spirit to guide you, tell me how good your life is. I am telling you, I love being at Central High School. I love everything about it, all of the stuff that goes on. I love it because the Lord is using me. And it's allowing me to be successful where things are happening around it. The culture is changing. We have coaches not cursing anymore. Because I said, I don't do that. And if I'm going to help you, it's not going to be around me. We're changing that. We're trying to promote young men and growth and, and, and help young women understand what a man should look like and do at all times. That's what we're supposed to be doing. That's the Holy Spirit leading me. That's the Holy Spirit working within me. The Holy Spirit, its energy surrounds us and it binds us together. The Word, the Holy Spirit, the Force. It doesn't matter, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. So let's read a little bit. We're going to talk about Luke, not the character, but the actual scripture. So we are Luke 1 and 37. So when, when Luke is struggling the character, in this scene, he is upside down on a headstand with one hand, with Yoda on his feet, and he's stacking rocks and trying to pull the ship out. That seems like a lot of stuff going on. For most of us, that's just our day. Right? At work? Okay, I've got this thing I gotta do, I got this thing I gotta do, I got this thing I gotta do. This person's asking for this, this person's calling about this, and it's all being done at the same time. So, what's the difference? It's just the visual representation of your hectic day or the chaos that we work in. Okay? And Luke just says, I can't do it. And he does the real, you know, really good, teenage, angsty, one over, grab his coat and pout and throw himself on the ground, pick up rocks, just be mad. The scripture is this. When Yoda brings that, that X-Wing fighter out and puts it on the ground, the scripture is this. For nothing is impossible with God. For nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible. We're here right now because nothing is impossible for God. Look at our pastor. Three-time cancer survivor, right? Nothing's impossible. I mean, obviously, look what Sister Gwen has to live with. Nothing is impossible without God, right? Good, he's not here, but he'll watch. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> so nothing is impossible without God. But we put limits on it. We, we try to quench the flame. We put limits on it because of our lack of faith. When Luke is walking around the X-Wing fighter, like, just mesmerized by it, he says, I don't, I don't believe it. When good things happen to us, how many times do you say, I don't believe it. I can't believe this happened. Wow. It's because of our lack of faith. James 1 and 6 reads this way. 
But when you ask him, be sure that you really expect him to answer. For a doubtful mind is unsettled as a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. Seven, people like that should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Okay, pay attention. Those who doubt, those who are double-minded, those who are lukewarm in their faith, the word says people like that should not expect to receive anything from the Lord because you doubt. We stand on the word. We stand firm because we were built on it. That's how we must live each and every day standing firm that he has gotten you up. Thank you, Jesus, I'm standing. Thank you, Jesus, I'm just going to go make coffee in my house. Thank you, Jesus, that this is my house. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing me to get up so I can go to school so I can do work for you. Eight reads this. They can't make up their minds. They waver back and forth in everything that they do. The Lord does not like wishy-washy. He says you can't be that. We can't do that. So a man took a script about some people in space to give us a lesson about our faith. I don't, I don't believe it, Luke says. And then Yoda tells him, and that's why you fail. We can't be there. We don't want to be, when he says in seven, people like that should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, and that is why you fail, because you don't believe. That is why you fail. Question yourself. Can I do it? We all talk about, I mean, it's, it's, it's an athlete thing. It's the whole, you know, Philippians 4 and 13, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You know, I, that one always bothers me. Because it, people say that all the time as just like a cliche. They don't understand what it means. They don't understand the importance of I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. Not myself, not my family, but through Christ I can do all things. So we hear it all the time. But those same people to say it all the time are the ones that never do it. And it drives me crazy. Like, stop saying that. Don't say that anymore. Don't use that. Don't put it on your shoe. It doesn't mean anything to you, but it means something to me. And don't you dare do that. And then say, well, I, I couldn't. I just, I just didn't think we had it tonight. Well, it's on your shoe. You wrote it on your tape. It's on your eye black. So what are you saying? Are you a real believer? Or you like Luke, when it works out for you, it's cool. But when it's hard and when it's difficult, in the darkness, what are you really doing? Are you standing on that faith? Are you standing on that belief? Or are you just wishy-washy?
It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Because we really have to look at ourselves and how we are each and every day. Do or do not. Believe or believe not. Because that becomes that terrible thing that I'm so afraid of, and that's the reprobated mind part. That's the part I can't get to. I can't allow myself to get to that because I don't want to know what that is. I don't want to know what that is. Because I know how my mind is already. I don't need it to be reprimanded. I already know it's DJ's mind, so I already know how that is. So I just need it fixed. So let's go over this again. Instead of, in the first word, the first line that Yoda says, instead of using the force, he says, use the word. Hmm. Use the word. What's this for? What's all the instructions for then? We were told that we had to have an armor. You don't think times are going to be tough? Use the word. Okay, let's not use word. How about we use Holy Spirit? Use the Holy Spirit. Okay, I don't want to use that. How about we use Jesus? Use God. Put whatever you want in for force, but it's the exact same thing. It's just a way to get the world to undersee the power of Christ. You couldn't say use God in the movie. You say use the force. You couldn't say use the Holy Spirit. We can say use the force. So when he's doing, he says, feel it. When we read the word, we got to feel it. It has to resonate in us. Praise and worship, it's got, you got to feel it. You've got to understand what is going on. You are praising God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit for everything that we have. Look how blessed we are each and every day. Every single one of us in here tonight has overcome something that was not, you couldn't overcome it by yourself. Each and every one of us has a testimony that talks about doubt, fear, struggle, pain, misery, flesh, family. But every time we've overcome it, and not by anything that we did, we just bought in. Okay? Now, Distraction, lack of focus, doubt, fear, shame, guilt, our flesh, those are our enemy. Those are our enemy because it makes us lose focus because of all the things going on. We think we can't handle anything and the whole time the Holy Spirit is like, just come on. You know I'm really holding you up this whole time. Like, you're not even doing this. But we think that we're the ones. Our flesh, our minds make us think that we are really in control. My pastor told me something a long time ago about control. And it's, and it's brilliant. Of course it's brilliant. It's, it's from, you know, it's, there's, a, there's a section in here. It's all him. And one of my favorite things is he says, if you think you're in control, go ahead and stop your blood on three. Ready? One, two, three. Who stopped their blood? 
then what are you really in control of? If you can't stop the blood flowing in your body, and you're in control of your body, go ahead. Give it a shot. You know I did, right? Like, you're like, you know I did. Like, I absolutely said, oh, yeah? Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> I did. Because I wanted to be that guy. My flesh wanted to be in control. We can't do it. We can't allow it. Little things throw you off. So the whole time that Luke is on one hand, upside down, with a being on top of him, stacking rocks, and like the snakes like are on the ground, like, the whole time that's going on, a little thing like a little noise throws them off. Now I'm going to say this because it's me, and I know it's none of you all, but I know... For me, there's a little thing that happens all the time, a little noise that throws you off, and that's a notification. Bing! Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as you pick the phone up, when was le- and then it's like 7, 12, a half an hour later, you're like, oh my God, I was doing something. <laughs> that little distraction took you away from something that you were supposed to be doing, to something that you wanted to do. That's distraction. That's a lack of focus. Okay, I can really put it on mute and I don't need to go, I don't need it near me. And go put it on the charger. Right? But then those of us who are at the desk at work, it goes off. It's sitting right next to you, so what do you do? You look at it. Now, all those projects that you had going at the same time, guess what they just did? They fell, just like Yoda fell, just like the rocks fell, just like the X-Wing fighter fell back in, because Luke got distracted. Couldn't focus any longer. We've had so many distractions in this last year. We've been stuck in our homes. We've been away. There's been a change in the government. There's strife. We're in a pandemic and we're like leading the country in murders. Like when you can't go out. All that time we could have spent and done something better. We could have done something. We could have done something. And we say it all the time. Boy, you know what I should have done? You know what I could have done today? You know what I didn't do? This whole pandemic, we've been locked away. And we could either do or do not. There was no try. I couldn't just try to go to the gym. Okay? So I go to school to make sure that I go to school. Since we can teach virtually, I go to school. So every day... Sitting there, and we have this beautiful weight facility, and I walk right by it. 
complaining that we don't have a strength and conditioning program, but what am I really doing if I'm just walking by and not doing anything? Did I try to go in the doors? No. Did I try to get myself healthy? No. But when I thought about this, when I saw on television somebody have to be turned over and laid face down, that scared me so bad because I've had double pneumonia. I know people, because I'm going to be 50 this year, so like my friends are old, because I'm 50. And my friends are getting knee replacements and hip replacements because they're old, right? And one of the things you have to do when you're getting your knees or your hips replaced is you have to strengthen those muscles. So after surgery, it gets better. So I got on that elliptical because I was afraid for my lungs. I was afraid. I didn't want to get turned over on my stomach and let that stuff just drain out. I couldn't do that. So I had to take care of myself. There was not any more try. It was just do. You're fat. Do. Come on. You see yourself. You know how your clothes fit. This first time we put on pants in a minute. Okay. Some of us have been living in, in, in uh, shorts and sweats. And as a coach, I live in shorts and sweats. And when your shorts and sweats start to get tight, you're like, wow. Distraction. The phone says you're in the gym and you're working. And then the text messages come. Do you get off the elliptical? A notification happens, so I get off again. No, you stay on it. You put the phone away and you just go for your half an hour and you focus. That's what we have to do. It's in a movie. It's in our daily lives. We are here because a man died today. A man died today. And when his blood was spilt, it covered us. There is no more do or do not. There is no more try. Not with the blood spilt. It's just do. It's just do. No limits. No more limits for us. No more limits for us. Think about it. There are no more limits for us. We are a billion times bigger on the inside than we are on the outside. That little creature spoke those words. And we hear it, and we like it because it's in a movie. But when our pastor says it to us, we can find all kinds of reasons, distractions. Because for me, right now during this pandemic, when we're at home on Sunday, like I'm drinking coffee listening to church. And I knew that when we come back in here, I will not be drinking coffee in my seat. Okay? I know that. Right? Like tonight, with the Star Wars thing, I know that I was not bringing a lightsaber here. Okay? Because I did not want it used on me live. Right? When I got excommunicated from church, and I got kicked out, and we got shown the door, and, and Big Gerald grabbed me and threw me out, I wasn't trying to have that. Don't put limits. Don't say I can't. Don't say it's too big. Putting limits 
on what God can do can ruin your life. Because you didn't accept what God was really trying to do for you. That's what I have. Pastor, you have anything for us tonight? Remember that uh, Sunday is Easter, and unfortunately, the resurrection rolls will not be here. No resurrection rolls. Okay? Unless Ty, like, can get here, like, tomorrow. So, Sister Ty, if you're not doing anything tomorrow, drive on up. Prepare yourselves for prayer. Heavenly Father, We thank you for the gifts that you have given us. We thank you for what you have allowed us to accomplish, Heavenly Father. For it is your accomplishments in our lives, Heavenly Father. It's not what we are doing. It's what you are allowing us to do by giving us the life that we live. Your blood has washed us anew. Your death today allowed me to stand here. Without your blood, Heavenly Father, I would not be here right now. I'm thankful for what you have done for us and how you've protected us during this pandemic, how you've allowed us to continue to prosper, how we continue to reach out to each other, no matter what the medium is, we find our way to you here. We thank you for all that you're doing for us, what you're doing for us here, in our hearts, in our minds, and in our spirits, so that we can affect our homes, so that we can affect our jobs, so we can affect our communities. We thank you, and we praise you, and we plead the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth over all of us. And we all said, Amen. Amen.